The perfect picture, the space and time splitter, the Augustan calendar plumb line, we all know what common error means. Please. Watch this. Rhymes and poetry. You, you, you. People have been talking, man. You know what I'm going to do? I'ma just do it. Tuned into Rhymes of Poetry right here on Active FM with your girl Nazi Lee. And I just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Well, I wasn't able to wish you guys a Merry Christmas on Christmas because my show only comes out two days after Christmas. Aww. But I am here to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. I hope you enjoyed your Christmas. I hope it was filled with fun and family. And this is going to be a show surrounded by our savior jesus because we are going into the 15 fact that you didn't know about jesus maybe you did maybe you didn't you don't know so you need to listen to the show in case you didn't know something about jesus are you supposed to know it before you get to heaven what if you get to the gates of heaven and they ask you about this fact and you didn't know but if you listen to the show then you will know about this fact about jesus because i'm here to give you the 15 facts about jesus and before we get into the madness of this show i am going to let you guys know where you can find us simply find us on our website which is www.activefm.co.za otherwise you can find us on our socials, which is Facebook at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777, Rhymes and Poetry on Instagram at ActiveFM777, the number of heaven. And before we get into the show, let's go into some Christ music, which is hot music. This is Active Worship entitled Visions and Dreams. Hi, this is Marlon Van, and you're listening to Active FM.
Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Before we get to New Year, we are doing a little bit of Christmas though. I won't be able to wish you a Happy New Year even on New Year's because my show comes out on the 3rd of Jan. And listen, New Year's is already done by then. We're already like getting back to work. So this is not going to work like this. But Merry Christmas to every single person. And many people have this stigma around Christmas. They're like, Nazi Lee, Christmas is not even like a real thing. Because if you think about Christmas, the Bible doesn't say that Jesus was born on Christmas Day. So why are Christians so heavy on this whole thing of Christmas? Christmas is not about Jesus. Christmas is a paganistic holiday that was created back then to make you guys believe that it's about Jesus. But it's not about Jesus. And now all of a sudden we got Santa Claus. What does Santa Claus have to do with Christmas and Jesus? Was Santa Claus one of Jesus' disciples? So why are you saying Christmas is about Jesus now? And this is basically what people are saying out there. I'm not even being dramatic. This is literally the questions I get. Now, as Christians, we know that Jesus walked to the earth. And as Christians and people that are non-Christians know that Jesus was here on this earth. And if you're here on this earth, that means you were born one day or another. Does it not? Because you don't just magically appear. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen yourself sitting in a room and then a baby appears on the couch. I don't know. And you're like, oh, look, it's a baby. No, Jesus was born. We know that. What date he was born? We don't know that. But we use the 25th of December to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And obviously, like, Satan and his ploys have tried to move it so far away from Christmas, which is Christ Mass, where we go to church and have a mass about the birth of Christ, that they've started calling it Xmas. They've started putting Santa Claus in the mix and presents. Now, kids are all... Like, what is Christmas about, if you ask a kid? It's about Santa and him bringing us presents. That is not what Christmas is about. Christmas is about celebrating the birth of Jesus, because we know Jesus was born, right? So when was he born? We don't know, right? So we've chosen the 25th of December, and that is why we celebrate Christmas. That is why we're in the festive season, and all moods are high, and we are jolly, and we are singing the songs about the birth of Jesus. That is why we do it, man. That's why we live for this. But we are going to go into 15 facts about Jesus. And number one, is Jesus 
gets his name from an angel. And this is basically what it says. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at this word and wondered what kind of greetings this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you will call him what? You'll call him Jesus. That is what the angel said to her. So Jesus got his name from his father, which is God. I know that you know that Joseph is not Jesus' father. And many people don't understand why Joseph couldn't just be Jesus' father. Many people are like, but now Joseph felt cheated on, Lord, by Mary. Why couldn't you just make him the father? Well, the thing is, after Adam sinned, the whole genealogy was tainted with sin. So every single father in that line would give birth to a child that already had sin. Jesus needed to be one with no sin which means that he couldn't come from the genealogy of um adam which is why he was placed in mary's womb by the holy spirit and it says he will be great and he'll be called the son of the most high the lord god will give him the throne of his father david and he will reign over jacob's descendants forever his kingdom will never end and you find that in luke 1 verse 28 to 33 if you think i'm lying and you're like nancy that's not true uh fact number two is jesus is a common first century name I did not know that because I've not met, met many people who have given their child the name Jesus. Well, I do know in the Spanish culture, they give their child the name Jesus, which is Jesus in Spanish. And many people are named Jesus, but I have never heard someone who is named Jesus. But apparently it's a common first, um, first century name. And this is how it goes. If God was going to become a human, you'd think he'd choose a powerful and rare name. That's not the case. The name Jesus was the John Smith of the first century. When Jesus Christ walked the earth, he didn't chase after prominence. And that's even demonstrated in his name that he chose. But this doesn't mean that Jesus' name is meaningless. Hidden in the common name is the truth that Yahweh saves. So that's basically what Jesus means. Yahweh says. Um, fact number three is that Jesus' last name wasn't Christ. So I know many people say Jesus Christ and they think that on his birth certificate was Jesus. And then his surname was Christ, but his last name wasn't Christ. We hear Jesus Christ so often, it's easy to think that Christ is Jesus' surname. It's not. In the first century Palestine, people didn't have last names. People identified themselves by referring to their parents. They said, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can we say, I have come down from heaven? And this is in John 6 verse 42. So in the olden days, I would be Nolene, the daughter of Emmanuel and Lucy. So I wouldn't be Nolene and my surname. That's not how it worked in the first century. So Jesus was um, basically his name and he did not have a surname. Christ comes from the Greek word Christos, which means the anointed one. So Jesus Christ is Yahweh saves the anointed one. He's anointed. And basically he's anointed to save. And then Jesus probably wasn't born on the 25th of December, which is the fourth fact, which we did speak about. But the entire world celebrates Jesus Christ's birthday on December the 25th. But his actual birthday 
Probably not. Early Christian leaders began obsessing over the birth of um, the birth date of Jesus. Over time, it became the accepted date for celebration, offering an alternative to many pagan festivals happening at this time. Many scholars question the accuracy of this date and doubt the shepherds would be out with the sheep at night during the coldest time of the year, looking at the conception and the birth of um john the baptist and they believe that jesus was probably born in the fall so basically many people think that ah nah jesus wasn't born in december we don't know but we know that we celebrate that as his birthday the fifth one is that jesus probably wasn't born in 1 a.d because obviously that's what is said jesus significance is seen in how his um presence divides history Today, we see history through the lens of BC, before Christ and AD, Anno Domini, which is in the year of the Lord. And the only problem with that is that Jesus was probably born before 4 BC. And since he played such a big part in Christ's birth story in Matthew 2, Jesus had to have been born before this date. And now number six is Jesus was born of a virgin. And many of us know that some people don't believe it. They think it's improbable. What is more probable to them is that the earth came out of nothing. So an explosion happened out of nothing, creating everything. Ah, I don't know, man. You choose. So the sixth one is that he was born of a virgin. Matthew's gospel claims that Jesus' conception was miraculous. It doesn't claim it was. And points to the miracles of a fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy, which went as so. And therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. This is written in Isaiah 7 verse 14. Not only was Jesus born to a virgin, but Matthew saw this as a critical piece of evidence that Jesus was actually the Messiah. Now, number seven is Matthew and Luke focused on different aspects of Jesus' identity. Luke compiled his gospel account from multiple eyewitnesses' accounts for a man named Theophilus, and most um, assume Theophilus was a high-ranking or prominent Gentile himself. So he was not a Jew, making Luke the only gospel written by a Gentile for a Gentile audience. So Matthew was a Jew intent on proving that the, to the Jews that Jesus was the promised Jewish Messiah. If you don't know anything about Jewish um, people, they don't believe that Christ has come yet. So they think that Christ is still yet to come. And that's what separates Jewish people from Christian people. They don't believe the Messiah is here yet. They think Messiah, the Messiah will come in the time that Revelation speaks about in the Bible, in the end of the world. That's when the Messiah will come. So that is what they're waiting for. They are, they are waiting the coming of the Messiah. And now we have gone through seven and we are going to go through the rest of the 15 facts about Jesus. But we are going to go into a breather first. You better stay and be tuned. I'll see you right now. That time just the season, yeah. To be jolly and a few more reasons to celebrate love, uh, celebrate life, uh, doing it all with fam. Good times, alright. Papa taking them photos, mama throwing down in the kitchen. Ay, gifts making your soul glow. Kodak moments not worth missing. I 
Before I make it to the function Christmas weather calls for Christmas sweaters Gotta stay warm, yeah Merry, merry Christmas to Drop of the dime, grab a partner, get to dancing. Oh, yeah, we bout to turn up. No turning down for what? You way too loud, so what? I'm trying to bust some moves, show enough. Bring the fun and games, I'm a beast at that limbo. Flexibility's limited, but it kicks in when I need it, though. Giving these gifts like Santa. Music got me jamming, yeah. Saucing all of my get up. My ugly, ugly sweater. Ooh. Merry, merry Christmas to me. season family fun friends jesus church life and that is basically what christmas is all about and at number eight we have the fact that jesus family tree has some pretty shady characters when entering the world jesus chose a pretty inauspicious family line if purity was his main concern he would have entered he wouldn't have entered into a lineage of such shady 
characters now you asking me who are these shady characters because does the bible even have shady characters Nalzili? but they do jacob was a habitual schemer he was literally known as the deceiver judah collaborated with his brothers to sell the youngest sibling into slavery rahab was a prostitute all these people are in um, jesus's genealogy David had a man killed to cover up an adulterous affair. Solomon married 700 women and turned his heart away from the Lord. Can you imagine marrying 700 women? After the like 50th time, doesn't the priest get tired of you? He's like, now I'm not officiating this wedding. But he literally married 700 women. Um, Rehoboam did evil because he had not set his heart on seeking the Lord. And Abijah committed all the sins his father had done before him. And these are basically the characters that are in Jesus' genealogy. So if you want to come to me and tell me that God doesn't love people, no matter what they do, you, you, <laughs> God loves us no matter what. But that doesn't give us an excuse to carry on doing what we're doing. If we love God, we are going to become the best versions of ourselves in order to please him. At number nine, we don't know how many uh, magi vi visited Jesus. We used to sing the Christmas story with three wise men, but we don't know that there were three wise men. That's probably because they came bearing three gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And the truth is that the scripture doesn't tell us how many magi traveled from the east to visit the newborn king. Listen, it could have been like a lot of these people. And just because they brought three gifts doesn't mean it was only the three of them. And these gifts were expensive. Number 10, Jesus had several half-siblings. I did not know that. The gospel tells us Jesus had brothers. Matthew even tells us the brothers' names and mentions his sisters. Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother's name Mary? Aren't these his brothers, James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Aren't all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And that's in Matthew 13, 55-56. Number 11, Bethlehem means the house of bread. The name of the town where Jesus was born is called Bethlehem. Isn't that just so weird? Not weird, but God works all things out, guys. Because Bethlehem is the house of bread. Bethlehem literally means the house of bread. And Jesus is known as the bread of life, which means it housed the bread of life, which is a prophecy. And in Hebrew, this is two words, Beth meaning house and Lehem meaning bread. This is not hard to see the significance here. Not only uh, did the prophet Mika predict that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem, but Jesus has frequently referred to himself as the bread of life. So number 12, Jesus grew up as a carpenter. Joseph was known as a carpenter and Jesus must have learned the trade because he's identified by the crowd in his hometown as a carpenter too. And this is what they say in Mark 6 verse 3. Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas and Simon? Aren't his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him the lord has said that if they persecuted him first it's obvious that they'll persecute you also but this is what happens the greek word tecton means artisan or craftsman 
this doesn't necessarily mean that Joseph would have crafted things out of wood, which um, would have been very expensive. He could have been a stone's mason. So it doesn't mean that Jesus was a carpenter, that he was making things out of wood, because the word in Greek that was translated for us to find the word carpenter literally is tecton, which means artisan or craftsman. Number 13, Jesus talked theology with the Pharisees as a child. Luke gives us our only view of Jesus in his adolescence. Joseph and Mary get separated from Jesus um, in the return caravan back from celebrating the Passover in Jerusalem. When they figure out Jesus is missing, they rush back into the ancient city in panic. Can you imagine losing Jesus, guys? God has entrusted you with the Messiah, and here you left him. Yo, yo, yo. I can't even imagine the degree of panic they had. But obviously, if like God sent his son here, he wouldn't be lost. They did not find him there. And then they went to find him. And when they found him, he was not scared or distraught like the typical child would be. What they discovered was outstanding. After three days, yo, they lost the son of God for three days, guys. I would have been finished I'd have thrown myself on the floor and said, Lord, take me. I'm so sorry. I lost the Messiah. I don't know what I was going to do, to be quite honest. After three days, they found him in the temple court, sitting amongst the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you and doesn't the bible say do not be anxious for anything but anyway why were you searching for me he asked didn't you know i had been in my father's house and he's basically speaking about the house of god and number 14 we have jesus was likely very ordinary looking you wouldn't expect that the son of god but i also didn't expect him to come looking like a hollywood superstar as well so we don't have a lot of information about jesus physical appearance but isaiah prophesies about it he grew up before him like a tender shoot like a root out of the dry ground he had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him nothing in his appearance that we should desire him and obviously that is well suited for the son of God. We also know that when Judas betrayed Jesus, he had to kiss him to help the authorities identify him. It was evident that Jesus didn't physically stand out among the other disciples. In fact, after he rose from the dead, Mary Magdalene mistaken him for the gardener. Can you believe it? She thought he was the gardener. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize it was Jesus. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who is it you're looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. And that is obviously when, like, the tomb was opened. That is so weird, though, to think that she was taken to for a garden nine, not knowing that this is actually Jesus. And a fact about Jesus' ministry, after childhood, there's a gap in Jesus' story until he kicks off his ministry. 
um so we're gonna look at a bit of the things um i'm just gonna give you one more fact about jesus and basically at fact number 15 we have the fact that jesus started his ministry when he was about 30 years old numbers 4 verse 3 tells us that a man must be at least 30 years old to hold the office of the priest interestingly um this is about the age jesus was when he kicked off his ministry now jesus himself was about 30 years old when he began his ministry and we see this in luke 3 verse 23 these facts are so interesting about jesus you wouldn't even like think that this is actually a thing but because it's christmas i thought i'd just bless you with a little bit little bit little bit about jesus because it's all about jesus the celebration hasn't ended it is the 27th of december but we are still celebrating the birth of our savior jesus because he is the one but we are gonna go into breathe and i'll see you after this Ha. Huh? This is Gavin Enslin, and you're tuned in to Active FM. FM. You are tuned in to Ransom Poetry right here on Active FM. We have just heard 15 interesting facts about Jesus two days after Christmas, and we are about to kick off and get into the countdown in a few days into the new year. I will not be with you on the 31st, even though you can listen to the show on the 31st just to spice things up. But I just want to wish you guys a happy, happy, happy new year, and I will see. See y'all again next year on the 3rd of Jan. See you then. This is Nalzi Lee signing out. Peace out and God bless you. Hello everyone. This is Santos from The Funny Truth, known as DJTP. Just wants to wish everybody Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And God bless. Peace. Social Club is the best. Why we the best in the game? So during the holidays, I tell them I got brains, bro. 
Oh, yeah. You guys give up? Oh, yeah, thirsty for more. <laughs> 